welcome once again to another super exciting episode of Sofa King Gay, the podcast that's solving first world gay props one hashtag at a time. Like that time that you literally just survived the gangbang uh, at the end of Pride, and you've now had to crawl your way home, and you've left a snail trail the entire time. Uh, like who hasn't been in one of those situations? Is it just me? It's just you. Oh. Yeah, I think maybe. Okay, fine. Um, so yeah, you've probably noticed um, I'm at so fucking gay, and I'm joined here by the squad hashtag trademark. Be gay, all. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Again, he's a little slow. The timing. I know, I know, yes, exactly. He needs a helmet. I think uh, what I wanted to talk about today is because we, uh, Eric and I, had just listened to the latest Jonathan Van Ness podcast. Yes. Getting curious. Yes. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it because it's amazing. But there was a okay. How did we? How did we describe? Uh, okay, it? so Jonathan describes them as a gender non-conforming writer and performance artist. Yes. So it's Alok, and he had they. they. Sorry, you right? I can't get it. They had so many amazing things to say about what gender was in general. Yes. And I think I just wanted to talk about that because I think I have been kind of flummoxed <laughs> about uh, the situation myself as I like to wear nail polish. I like to wear makeup sometimes. I love wearing heels. But I still consider myself a man. Yes. Yeah. But does that mean somewhere on the spectrum that I am non-binary? I wouldn't really necessarily say. It's just depending on the situation, the context that yeah. you're putting yourself in. But I think in. that's the question, right? right? I'm more comfortable. Like uh, I've only been painting my nails for two years. But now I can't see myself not doing it. It's It has become part of me and part of who I am, right? I, I don't think... Because, uh, Eric, you wouldn't even... like. Would you could see? Could you see me with plain nails now? No. Right? Would it be... Like, I, I in our wedding photos, I have painted nails. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's something I was trying to hide, and it wasn't just a phase. This is me. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and it's the same thing. Like, um, I was also wearing makeup for the wedding. It's, it's not like it was garish, and a lot of people probably didn't even notice. But mm-hmm. yes, I, we- I wear makeup. Actually, no, people didn't notice because you didn't do your neck. See? But you had, I never you noticed. Had yeah, but I've got a beard. I, mm-hmm. I can't do my neck. I don't have a line. I have a beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've, I literally, it's it stops where the fur grows. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I only do widow's peak to cheek because that's really all it was. But yes, anywho, here there, neither, tither. Neither here nor there. Thank you. Okay. So okay. so what is non-binary? And let's talk about that. All right. Well, actually, to your comment there, honey, I think uh, based on what I'm reading here, I would consider you gender fluid. Okay. So, a person who is gender fluid prefers to remain flexible about their gender identity yeah, rather than committing to a to a single gender. They may fluctuate between genders or express multiple genders at the same time, which I think kind of follows what you like to do. But would, I don't think you would though because yeah. you still define as a man. Mm-hmm. You're not defining as a man or a woman and being fluid between you just and like or both at the same time yeah. Yeah. and rocking heels. I and that's just it. I don't think that Either of these are inherently feminine because men used to do it before. It was, and I think I've, I've quoted b- uh, historical references for both. Even in what, 1700 France, men wore heels mm-hmm. and they wore makeup. And dresses. 
it, well, it, it was very flourishing outfits. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it was. I think we should bring those back. I think we should. I need mm-hmm. bloomers, damn it, and a good petticoat. <laughs> even way back, like it was Aztec tribes or every even Polynesian tribes and Egyptians. I think that was the other one. They would paint their fingers a certain color to denote their status Mm -hmm. in the chain of command. Mm -hmm. So, and that was men. So men would be painting their fingernails and it's usually shades of blue because blue was a royal color uh, to denote where they were in... In the social status. So, it's... To me, it's not conforming of gender because both genders used to do this. It's only because, and I think um, Alok really was saying it in that podcast, British colonialism... And the rise of it changed everything yeah. by imposing their beliefs in the like the 1800s. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So and then that's where it actually gave us the base idea of gender. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because the local saying that when they were growing up, they would be completely gender non-binary or gender fluid within in their clothing and whatnot, and it would never be questioned in their family. But as soon as they went to school with a bunch of white kids. That's where they got bullied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was funny because I was thinking that I used to wear dresses all the time as a kid. Like I would just go around, like wear really long night shirts, and like I would like, do a high waisted belt and make it a dress. I, but up until what age were you dressing like that? Eight to ten. Okay. Yeah. So, but I think see, Alok did it all through their teenage years as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, and so it was never questioned again at home. But I think. We when we see a child dressing up like that, the the binary doctrine that's instilled in us says that's okay until that child reaches an age of puberty. Uh, I think that's actually yeah, what it is. like mm-hmm. uh, twelve. I think twelve is mm-hmm. kind of the cutoff, and then they have to start dressing as the gender they were given at birth. I want to say unless, unless, unless you're a female, I then I you get, can dress more masculine. Actually, that, yeah, no, that's and that's very true. Mm-hmm. Then you're just a tomboy. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of the issue that. I'm seeing all the time is that I think think we've said it in a previous podcast that it is an unequal balance of what gender can accept the opposite gender roles Mm -hmm. because women have been fighting for so long and and I'm not going to poo-poo it. Women are allowed to be equal counterparts Mm -hmm. in society. Feminism is a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Like I am a feminist through and through. I believe all women should be created as equal as as men. Yeah. Right? If not more, because I think women do a lot of things way better than men, but they just aren't given the chance. Mm -hmm. And it totally makes sense. And I think, like, the bullying aspect is a manifestation of those norms. Yes. That were imposed back in the 1800s, 1700s, like, you know, when the British Empire or that Western thought. Yeah, and I could see it. It's um, what you get is so you have, like, the suffragettes before when they couldn't vote and then you have the women who just wanted to wear pants and then they had all the women who were burning their bras so they were doing all these things that were bucking against the basic female gender stereotypes yes so now they don't have to do it they don't have to do any of those things so and no now they're just fighting for equal pay exactly which let's get there people and not to be sexually harassed in the workplace yes too. yes (laughs) ask before you touch when you flip it take it on the flip side I think it's because women fought for all those rights and that's fine that men like for me to do it for me to go and paint my nails and for me to wear makeup and for me to wear heels 
it is seen as, like, is it a step down? Am I being less of a man because I want to wear these things that are supposed to be women? Or is I just like wearing them? I think they're they're cute and, but and I think, comfortable in it. And I think because I'm um, only speaking for the four of us here because we are four cis gay white men. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because we identify as gay, we are already seen as less than. Yes. So anything that we do above and beyond that doesn't really change the straight male perspective of us because we are already seen as less less as men because we ident- because we like to sleep with other men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it from women as well, right? There's a lot of women who'll see my nails and they'll really, really like it. Yeah. And I'm sure it's in a certain age gap. Then I, there's other women who are in a older age a generation gap. gaps. Yeah. In that see it and don't say anything about it, but you can see it in their face. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's that kind of thing. Then as soon as they walk out the, after they see it, they say something. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's exactly you know they're going to be nattering on to their friends. So I'm like you know I'm okay with that. If, if it opens up a conversation, with some kind of dialogue, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, talk to me about it's it. A silent, it's a issue. silent protest. What you're yeah. doing, essentially, daily, Yeah, you're bucking the system, you're yeah. burning your bra. Exactly. I am not changing myself because you are uncomfortable with the fact that I And I think that's the thing. It's, they, it's literally it's a coat of paint. Yes, on your it's a color. Nails. What is the problem? It. It's and, removable. Yeah, and <laughs> like, and any time that anyone has said anything, like, I have... Literally, a woman was like, oh, you paint your nails. I actually said, oh, you wear pants. Like, <laughs> I've done it. Like, it's don't come up with your sexist bullshit when you are have no problem wearing pants. Mm-hmm. But it is a non-gender conforming piece of clothing. Yeah. Right? I just... It's just an aesthetic. It is. It's it a really, thing, it's a thing. Right? It's a... But just going back to that, JVN has also come out as non-binary. non-binary. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he does believe that he is neither slash both male and female. Yeah. Right? So, which for him, I can see it because he, you know, he rocks a great yeah. So would that just be heels. very, very fluid then? But gender like, and sexuality are two different things. Yes. yes. So, so I also want to point out that um, JVN's been uh, answered a burning question that I've had since he came out as non-binary in terms of his pronouns because not... Because there are some people out there who identify as non-binary but still follow binary pronouns. Mm -hmm. And there are some people out there, like Alok, who are non-binary and follow non-binary pronouns. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, Alok likes they. They, them. They, them. They, them. JVN said he really doesn't care. He'll go by they, them, or he, he, his. Or he, sorry, he, him. Um, Yeah, yeah. Or she. (laughs) <laughs> or she, he even said she, he calls himself she all the time. But I think, I think that was, isn't it just like a gay colloquialism that. But I wonder if we say that, cause I was thinking about that. If we are always calling ourselves as like girls and like gals she, her. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we do that to be more accepted into the community with the women. Mm. Because Maybe. it's easier for us because to just be to be friends with women. It's very easy for us to be because listen yeah. to JVN talk. JVN feminizes everything. Yeah, everything is a she. But I think we do it too. Like I do it too, and I've actually gotten called out by our dear friend Colt because I just I called I called him girl one time. Yeah. Yes, because I call everyone girl, and I don't and I spell it with a U. Yeah, so you're like hey girl, right? Mm-hmm. So. It's not spelt with an I, so it's actually not, to me, a gender-specific thing. No. If it's a you, that's a sexuality-based yeah. thing. If I call you girl, it's because you are gay and you're my friend. It's like mm-hmm. Margaret Cho said 
um, in, in her, in assassin, her sense of sexual assassin, where she said girl has many different connotations to it. Mm -hmm. Like girl can be like, you know, can mean hello or goodbye or like my head's about to explode. Oh girl. (laughs) (laughs) Greatest sound ever. Love it. But yeah. And I think that's one of those things, but like to Ray's point, we, we, we use girl a lot and I never even thought about it until I had a trans person tell me mm-hmm. that sometimes it can be some people won't feel comfortable with it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I didn't even, I didn't even think about it. Right? Well, if you think of it too, like in Todrick's um, nails, hair, hips, heels, mm-hmm. he always says, say girl for me, say girl for me. Yeah. Right. And everyone's like, they're like girl. Yeah. And then they say it different ways. Right. Yeah. But I can see where some people could have a difficult yeah. situation. With As that. a community As a, of, you know, I guess I want to say cis gay men, us using girl to communicate with each other it as a language might be okay. But then we also need to remember that we need to be inclusive of all the other gay men that aren't cis. Because yes. we know they're out there and that we're friends with some of them. And some of them, they're... They're trying to buck that pronoun because mm-hmm. they don't want to be. That's not who they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't I just, call me girl. Yeah, kind of yeah. They, they don't want to be feminized. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think for me, same thing. Like you, yeah, call me girl, but my actual pronoun but is call you, yeah. is he. Yeah, I still consider myself a man. But you hate it when people be like come up to you and you're like, hey man or hey bro. I do. I, I you despise. It. I know. So that's the other thing. Like, yeah, I don't get it. Like, why does that bother me? Because I know I'm not so far on the man spectrum that I need to be called bruh. Right? I'm just not But, there. like, so if a guy comes up to you in your, in, at work and they're like, hey, man, mm-hmm. do you get, like, upset about it? No. Or you're just like, whatever. You're like, but, hey, again, hey. you don't know me. I'm but like, then that's when you'd respond and be like, thanks, girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, girl, hey. Yeah. Right down, like, the uh, soda can aisle or whatever yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I really should. I think that's usually. I just answer. It'll throw them off. Buddy. Like, that's yeah. what I say. And then, of course, it makes me feel like I'm 60. Yeah. But whatever. Hey, buddy. You better try to call him son. Hey, boy. Hey, boy. Oh, <laughs> okay. That would freak them out. I'll be Kratos. That's fine. All right. So, what does non-binary mean? Because we are all a little... We we learned a lot in that, in that mm-hmm. podcast. Yes. So, the definition of non-binary is non-binary, also known as genderqueer, is a spectrum of gender identities that are not exclusively masculine or feminine identities and that are outside the gen- gender binary. Non-binary people may identify as having two or more genders. So this means being bi-gender, tri-gender, or pan-gender. We can go into those later. Mm-hmm. Um, or having no gender, being agendered, non-gendered, genderless, gender-free, or... So we're... Neutral? Uh, n- Neuterous? Neutral. Okay. I think it means neutral. Neutral. Um, moving between genders or having a fluctuating gender identity, gender flu- which is gender-fluid... Or being third gender or other gender in a category that includes those who do not place a name on their gender. So as my husband said, gender identity is separate from sexual or romantic orientation. Mm-hmm. And non-binary people have a variety of sexual orientations, just as transgender and cisgender people do. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that is... So confusing. Uh, it, that's the problem. Me. Yes. yes. No, me. it is confusing. And it's confusing for a lot of people. And I think that... Also, is a problem. So, it, with us in the GSD community, if it's confusing for us, it's confusing for everyone. Imagine how know. confusing it is for the straights, like who are just black and white, 
as their flag states. And there is male and there is female. And that is it. And that's the problem that that's what they're fighting. Because And I get it because that's how they're brought up and that's what they feel and that is what is inside them and that is what their psyche tells them they are. Mm -hmm. But is it because they've never had the opportunity to express themselves? They've never been able to experiment with other things they've never been open enough to say hey you know what women who have had long hair now i want this really like cute little short pixie cut Mm -hmm. is that going too far to to one extreme as a male but even that's accepted like jvn having this like lustrous mane Mm -hmm. people look at him and say or they Mm -hmm. him that they're less of a man yeah because they have beautiful hair but when and it's sh- long and taken care of it's not up but a lot of men have hair. long hair yeah but w- but they also don't wear a luxurious dress and killer six inch heels yes. and show up with another man on the red carpet because yes. that's kind of when he seriously made that splash it's like before he still was like dressing in his like his like, frumpy wear i think that's really what it was yeah in the first se- season of queer eye where it was like, you know, slouchy sweaters and could be leggings, could be whatever. But he didn't actually wear a lot of heels. He was wearing mostly boots and shoes. But the last one, he, he was exactly, wearing heels at the time. Three, oh yeah, yeah. He's got all out. FYI, new season of Queer is dropping pretty soon. So just dropping that as well. Also, JVN, we want to know where you got those sneaker heels because those look comfy and we want them. Want. And his pride look was fierce. Right. Just have to say that. But it was when he showed up at the red carpet. I can't remember. It was Oscars, Emmys, Emmys, probably Emmys. And he was doing that, like that stunning black lacy dress, the number. Yeah. With that, that Aussie word. Yeah. And it was like, well, bam, mm-hmm. it was like all over Twitter. I think he did it right before Billy Porter did. Billy Porter did. Billy Porter showed up to the Oscars in his tux dress. In, in his tux dress. Yeah. So Billy Porter, we love you, but our JVN did it first. Although I also think that um, Will Smith's son, Jaden did it even before. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it was and Keenan on Dale did it. I think either the same year or the year before. Yeah, so it's <clears throat> again I think it the, made a big splash because he showed up in a dress. I think with the with the heterosexual side of things, yeah. though, it's if they don't understand it, it's because maybe I don't know, but they could be fearful. They don't yeah. know because they're like, oh, well, yeah. what is this? Like, why, yeah. what, why, 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 right? Well, I know when I talk to the straight men in my life, when I talk to them about Queer Eye and I gush about all the Queer Eye How stuff, amazing it is. A lot of people tell me they don't like Jonathan Van Ness because Jonathan's too feminine. Because they, they make him uncomfortable. Yes. Mm-hmm. With their own, like... Yeah. It's the fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fear. Yep. Yeah. But I think that's when they should question themselves and be like, why is this person that has no relevance on my life making me uncomfortable with myself? Yeah. Yeah. But I think... You are they the same person that also would not, uh, does not like and care about a strong, independent woman, right? It's like someone, a woman who's able to think and do and mm-hmm. get for herself. Mm-hmm. I think it's they're the same because that is not a gender role that women are supposed to do. They're supposed to be, you know, submissive that and subservient maker. and doing all that stuff. And that's also what they were led to believe. So we want to say that, you know, the great battle of 20. 16 with hillary and trump yeah right that was a lot of it was that men were fearful of letting a woman run their country yeah Mm -hmm. it it was so they chose the wrong yeah the least bad option in their opinion yeah Yeah. which i'm hoping and praying that people have finally realized that it was not the least bad option yes it was the worst Worst option option. (laughs) ever 
But it's like, I don't know. If they focus on the one thing, woman, right? Mm. And it was a woman not in a dress, but she was always in a pantsuit. Well, so I was like, what is this woman <laughs> trying to be a man? Funny no, she's thing, trying to be a leader. Funny thing is, I was playing video games the other day, mm-hmm. and I was on my headset and playing online, and you were playing a lot against a lot of American people and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And there was this one guy, he was like, being, a, being gay is fucking illegal and all this shit. And I'm like, excuse you? And he's like, yeah, and whatever. And he was like freaking out. And he's like, you're such a faggot. And all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. I'm like, bye. I like, know. It's, it's just there. And it's um, it's when you, they feel that their voices are uh, not getting heard enough mm-hmm. that they just get louder. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, uh, I don't know. There's just no way to the combat is, it. And I think that's one of the points. We were watching Housewives this week because we know we love Housewives. Yeah, yeah. And Bethany brought up the point when she was arguing with somebody and said, you sound like a moron when you raise your voice. <laughs> and I was like, that is my new line. Yes, Because I'm not someone who even ever, ever raises my voice yeah. like that. Uh, if you haven't heard our previous podcast about um, how we like to fight, that's also in there too. So, breakups. Yeah, mm-hmm. breakups. Listen, love it. I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable saying that I'm non-binary. I like, I like being a man. I don't think you are. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, think I have to, right? But and that's 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 the thing. That is the biggest thing you, you don't have to. Yeah, is the people who are com- uncomfortable with people who identify as non-binary need to get over themselves because mm-hmm. a, a a person like JVN or Loke identifying as non-binary does not in any way impact or affect your life. Exactly. And so if if there's someone who was born a man, dresses in women's clothes, and identifies as non-binary. Unless they are out to stab you in the face, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, I know. I, I think it's actually agree. good for us to see this as a community. Yeah, because for me, I find it really interesting to hear the different stories from people and be like, mm-hmm. "Why do you feel this way? How does this make you function mm-hmm. in your life?" Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it helps us all grow. Uh, no, and I guess as I'm saying, I'm still growing because that's just it. I've been a gay man for forty years, and so it's like. Now I'm cover your age, dear. Um, and now I'm worried. I'm like, oh my god, am I a 100% man at all? Like that's. But you shouldn't be able to. You shouldn't have to define. But yourself, I, I, I'm really, not honestly. I'm not defining it for you guys. I think I want to define it for myself. Yeah. That way I know what I am because that's exactly like it's it's when you say what you are, you'll be able to speak your truth. But I just don't feel it. Like I don't feel. Like a woman. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna go have a Shania Twain <laughs> Let's go, girls. I think it's important for us to also remember that the gender binary has actually been around for less time than non-binary. The gender non-binary has been around mm-hmm. because there are cultures like like India and Pakistan and indigenous people in Canada where mm-hmm. there was no such thing as gender binary. The only reason they know about gender binary is because of Europeans who colonized them. And that's what they were told they had to and do. And that's what they were told they would do because that is, that is gender binary is a model impressed upon us by the church. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a construct of European colonialism. Yes. There we go. Um, and those that have more the polytheistic religions yeah. tend to be more that understanding of the non-binary yes aspect because we all because we all know um like um the first nations people here uh the two-spirited mm-hmm. right they yeah. are highly regarded and even even not going with that when we invaded north america 
They and had no concept of they didn't, gender. but they it's when that's when we started making women wear dresses. Mm-hmm. Like before that, women were wearing this. Like they didn't have binary clothing. Everyone was wearing the same thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they made the women wear dresses, and I don't know where they also they stopped allowing them to go on the hunt because they had to go raise the kids. Yeah. Like these are all things that we don't know because we weren't there, but we just take it for granted that that's how it always was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not. And usually too spirited or highly revered, like you said, yeah. in the community and usually medicine people, yeah. medicine people and elders. Yeah, but yeah. like for that, but like even in their cult- that culture, it's it wasn't just the two spirited people. It was everyone right. that was affected, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's the same thing over in India and Pakistan and everyone that got conquered by the Brits. It was the same thing. We know India has like twenty three different genders. Yeah. That they finally have been allowed for people to express but they were they've just gotten rid of a lot of their sodomy laws that have been in pa- been in practice since the 1850s when the they were imposed by the British yeah. before that there was no such laws and I, I think it's it's important to remember that even though we see Britain today as a very peaceful and friendly and polite nation their ancestors did a lot of damage mm-hmm socially to the world to conquer to mm-hmm. conquer it before uh, before they became the country they are today yeah. so I think it's important that we, we are aware of our history and that we understand that being non-binary has a rich a very rich and colorful history mm-hmm. and that we need to start accepting that 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 being non-binary or having non-binary is acceptable of, as part of society is acceptable and has always been there for thousands of years it's mm-hmm. just this last little blip that where it's seen as a surgeon. Yes. Yeah. Also, interesting tidbit, because um, I know I've actually researched it a little bit a little while ago. Um, the reason that girls are pink and boys are blue, clothing um, yes. and everything. You, that's always how you denote mm-hmm. pink and blue. It was actually a. It was. Oh, it was a department store or a fabric washing like Downey company. Okay. Way back in the 40s, 30s and 40s. That, uh, because before that, it was actually a lo- it was reversed, and there was no actual color stereotypes mm-hmm. in a lot of clothing, right? Because mm-hmm. um, again, it's a color. It's a color. Yes. Everyone can wear color, but it was easier to either mass produce or advertise for like to make one dress in one color. It's pink. Mm-hmm. There you go. So they just actually arbitrarily chose these colors to denote girl and boy mm-hmm. and now we've kind of stuck with it this entire time it even happens still to this day it does it when a baby's born you're like oh my god it's a boy yeah, well, blue 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 no gender like, reveal you know, parties we don't yes. even have to say the word exactly you know too. you cut into the cake or you pop the balloon and you it's get color so pink. you know what it yeah. is so you intrinsically know that it, it, a color has a gender it doesn't so and they as, should really be called well, maybe gender reveal parties because you. you're not sure. Okay. But I think it's a gender, but it's also the sex, yes. right? But that's that's exactly it. It's, it shouldn't be a gender reveal party. It should be the sex It should reveal. be a this is my who's it party. Like, okay. is it an innie and an outie? Like, that's the difference. But, okay, do those gender reveal parties cause an issue? Is this the, or is this the binary trying to fight back yes. against a non-binary resurgence? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's that. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's because... It's super exciting, and it, literally, it's a reason for the streets to throw another party. Because... Look what I can produce out of my hoo-ha. Exactly. <laughs> right? And it's because, you know, they always used to do it, but now they've just got done it bigger and bolder, and they like they just want more fucking presents. But it's just gotten to that point of 
I don't think they're intentionally cramming boy girl boy girl boy girl down our throats. I think they're just I don't want, I don't want to say solidifying their hierarchy. No, patriarchy. That's not the word I'm looking for. Just, it's just because they have the categories. They just do. Yeah. They have to and they don't it. think about it. No. I think that's it's, the problem. It's just right? ingrained. They, they're going to have male parts. They automatically assume it will be a boy. Mm-hmm. But that's the problem. You say they're not shoving boy, girl, boy, girl down our throats, but they are. I don't think they're doing it intentionally. intentionally. Yeah. Or with, without, with noticing it, right? And they're not doing it consciously. But maybe they are. Yes, I'm sure there's a segment that is. Because I think even in the GSD community, when you have a child yourself, you kind of do put yourself in that situation Although, sometimes. now I think if somebody is like coming to terms with their gender, that's going to be amazing to have a gender reveal party when you're like 30. Yes. Yeah. That one, would be fucking have amazing. Have one when you know. Have one, like, okay, so instead of having a bar mitzvah, have a gender reveal party at 12. Yeah. That's when you say it, because by then you know. Mm-hmm. Right, you know if you're what a boy you are, or a girl or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If so, you're brought up in a supportive environment. Yeah, if you exactly, and that's the problem. What if you're not? You, it's the that whole nurture versus nature thing, and mm-hmm. we all know it's fifty-fifty. Some of it can be genetics, but a lot of it's how you're brought up. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure that not eighty percent of America is all assholes. Mm-hmm. They weren't born that way. No, they were brought that way. Exactly. So whatever. That's my soapbox. <laughs> We still haven't figured out. No, of course not. If I'm non-binary or not, but but I don't think we have to figure it out. No. This isn't a one episode. Yeah, you have show. to figure it out right now. <laughs> oh my god, is this really? Pressure? Make a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I still think that I, I'm literally on the like the edge of this. Like I've just started even thinking about it, d- figuring out whether or not that this is actually what it's going to be. I don't think it is. I still think I'm. I, I consider myself male. I'm very male. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I like women. They're friends. But I don't want to be one. I just want to wear their stuff and do their things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I don't even consider them theirs. I make them mine. It's clothing. Yeah. It's clothing. I know. It's it's a piece of fabric. Right? And why, why is this piece of fabric or this colored pigment? The one thing that's theirs is fine tampons. You're they can have them. <laughs> They're going to have them, except after a, lo- a very loose night at the baths. I might need to borrow one. That's all I'm saying. But other than that, uh, I think I'm going to wrap it up. If you guys out there have any questions or comments or tidbits of information about non-binary or sexual identity or sexual fluidity that you think we would like to hear, I would be more than interested in hearing it. Or, if you yourself identify as non-binary, yes. we would love to have you on this podcast yes. Yes. so we can discuss your experiences so within the binary community. Yes, uh, we definitely need to have more voices in the Blow our minds. non-binary yeah. community that we can actually um, make better informed decisions. So, yeah, if we, get, if we can get you on here, that'd be great. Don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, send me a dick pic, slide into those DMs. All that stuff. I am at Sophie King Gay. This has been a Pride Social YYC podcast. Thank you all for being here. Thank you to the squad hashtag trademark for joining me in this curious and confusing Very fluid topic. Super fluid. I am moist. No, wait, that wasn't the right thing, was it? Okay. You're spent. <laughs> 
all over the place. <laughs> uh, all right. Say bye, bitches. Bye. Cheers, sluts. I still don't know if I'm a boy or a girl. And now I really, really need that song by Imperial Drag. So I might just steal it and hopefully you'll let me use it. Kiss, kiss.